Well, hello, it's Gary Carter. I'm the transitional pastor here at Hillside Church. And from time to time, we give you a review of what's been going on in the past little while. Quite frankly, it's a lot easier to tell you what happened than to tell you what's going to happen because things are always a little bit different than what we expected. So stay with us here and we'll give you a review of what is going on in our church. Well, you figured it out by now that these are interesting days. Uh, never before in my 75 years have we had anything like this shutting down our economy. The closest thing that I can think of is 9-11 uh, and the great fear that came of terrorism at that time, and it changed people's attitudes for a little while. Well, at uh, Hillside Church, we're trying to figure out where we are going forward, looking past, back. We met this past Sunday in our normal space in the restaurant, but that restaurant is now not going to be available to us on Sunday, so we have to figure it out. And here it is, the middle of the week, and we don't know where we're going to be meeting, but we're committed to a number of things. Number one is we're not going to let fear dominate us going forward. We're going to look at the future as an opportunity, and we're going to find those cracks in between the trouble that create the opportunity and fill those cracks with the resources that we have. And admittedly, our resources are quite limited right now. Uh, this uh, past Sunday, we looked again at some things we've looked at before. We, we looked at the whole sense of where the concept of belonging fits into uh, people's lifestyle, particularly into the lifestyle of the church. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes to a video for you that talks about the Redeemer as a concept in the Old Testament, not as a spiritual concept, but as a sociological family concept. It's quite a fascinating video. I hope you click through and watch that. But uh, it, it, the issue here is that we speak of the family of God, but in fact, we must actually live out a life like a family. And um, I, I, we reviewed the life's three questions that we did this past week, or the week before, rather. And uh, the, those three questions are, did I live? Did I live my life upward to God and outward to other people? The second question was a hitchhike on that, really. Did I love? Did I sacrifice myself in favor of helping other people rather than saying me first and not hoarding things, but being prepared to give away what I have so that others can be blessed? And then the third thing, which again is hitchhiking on the previous two, did I lift? Did I lift up other people? Did I put in more than I took out? Did I help to feed people, even literally in these difficult days with the virus spreading around? Did I help people with their basic needs? Uh, Peter got really upset when Jesus asked him three times, do you love me? And I expect he got, he was hurt by that because he thought his answer was sufficient, but Jesus knew that he hadn't grasped the full impact of it. And I understand that. You know, there are, and I have a book on this, on the one another's of the New Testament, where we are to have a reciprocal relationship with each other. And uh, th these are not suggestions. These are commands in the New Testament 
to first of all love one another and then live it out in a variety of ways. Now what we've tended to do in these days of self-isolation is to have one-way communication and it's not all that bad when we send a message, even a video, to other people. But one another is a two-way street. There has to be two-way communication. And so going forward we're going to have to figure out how to do that in times when we need to be isolated for the sake of tamping down the chain of infection this virus is causing throughout our societies. The um, fourth question, which is really a bonus question, the first three are, did I do something in the past and how will I fix myself so that my future is better? And the fourth question, the bonus question is, what will my legacy be? What will I leave behind? And what we leave behind is much more the memories and the, the things that we have taught and the example we have set than anything physical. You know, it's nice to have a few mementos at least, and I suppose it would be good to have a pile of money that comes as a legacy. Uh, but the most important things are the things that provide structure for people going forward. It's really easy for us to just let the days come and go. But the psalmist has some really great insight for us about life. You know, our tendency is to say, well, I would love more if I could, but I've got too much trouble to deal with myself. I would help others more, but I have so many fences around my capacity. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult to deal with the struggles of life. I, I liked what uh, Moses said in Psalm 90 when he says, our days may come to 70 years or 80 if our strength endures. I'm there. Yet the best of them are but trouble and sorrow, for they quickly pass and we fly away. You know, there are not going to be any easy days. The trouble that we have today will melt into the trouble that comes out in tomorrow, and the trouble of yesterday will soon be forgotten because we'll deal with the immediacy of the trouble that we've got today. The best of our days are but trouble and sorrow, for they quickly pass and we fly away. And then he says, teach us to number our days, that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Teach us. Teach us. You see, numbering our days is not something that comes intuitively to us. It's something that we have to learn because we are taught by the Lord. And it is in the numbering of our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. The wise people are the people that recognizes that today is all I have. Uh, yesterday's gone. It'll never come back. And I can't fix up yesterday. There's nothing I can do about fixing up yesterday other than going back to to make amends and ask forgiveness where it's necessary. But all I can do is live today. I'm not even sure of tomorrow. That becomes obvious for people in troublesome times as we're facing right now. Number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Wisdom comes from the inside. It's not something that can be imposed from the outside. So it's so important for us to pay attention to life day by day and then we will find when we get to the end of our days that we can look back and say, well, it wasn't perfect, but I did what I could do. And then when we are gone and time stops, those who remember us 
when they stop at our graveside or when they think about us, we'll have all of those memories flood back in upon them that may give them courage for the days looking forward in their lives. It may be that they will start to learn to number their days. Now on Sunday I really messed up. I uh, had some material prepared and I didn't have the files on the computer and so I just deferred them until this next week. So next week tune in you can find out what I was supposed to have done last week. It's going to be a good week at Hillside Church and if nothing else uh, listen to these podcasts and I hope they'll encourage you just a little bit. God bless you. Well, that's it for today. Stay in touch with us by going to hillsidechurchmilton.ca. That's where you get all the information that you need about our church. And we'd love to have you stop by on Sunday. If you come for the first time, we're going to buy you lunch.